Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you doing? Hanging in. Yeah. We've got, um, your chair is broken. And yes. I'm on Benadryl. This is going to be an interesting episode. I had to change chairs or I would have landed on my head. It's like <laughs> broken too. It's not just a little broken. It almost looks like it was a setup. <laughs> the whole arm is up. <laughs> oh, man. We are quite the pair. Yeah, and I have a, a rash on my hand that I, I thought was like hives because it started the day before my book came out last week. But it keeps coming back back and now it's like on my eye and like one spot on my tummy so I don't I don't know what's happening but I bet it's like a stress reaction or like a you know everyone's on high alert and you have a book coming out during all of this it's like things yeah. are weird yeah I don't know what What do you mean everybody's I've stressed right now I don't days. know what you're talking about up. it <laughs> <laughs> why would people possibly be stressed in this Goodness. Wacky, unprecedented time we're living in. <laughs> Wacky's not the right word. Wacky implies like whimsy and fun. No, no. but no. you also have to have a little bit of a sense of humor in the midst of it all because yeah. it's stressful. Yeah, yeah. I told I told my kids this is going to be one of those things. You are living through history right now. You will remember it when you're my age. And they were like, I'll remember it when I'm as old as you. I was like, yes, you will. Like, I know 100%. <laughs> you're going to remember this. And when I'm as old as you. Aw. <laughs> Did you guys know Kate's actually 94 years old? <laughs> that reminds me, that thing when last night. Secrets of looking young. <laughs> That thing with Mel Brooks and his son, that's like my favorite, my favorite video right now about social distancing. Oh my gosh. I meant to share that last night, but I think I fell asleep. I think it gave me such a burst of like, that was such a good, I don't know. It's just very wholesome yeah. and funny. Well, and also like once upon a time, my husband showed me, I think it was, I don't know what show, but that Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner are like best friends in real life. And every night they eat dinner together and watch Jeopardy. And I was like, oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like That is the cutest thing I've ever heard of. I know. I know. So then I just thought like and then so anyway, we can we can try to find it and share it in the show notes. Definitely. Yeah. Um. But it was it was my husband's like, it's on Twitter. And I'm like, well, how do I put it on Instagram? Because I want to share it with my friends on Instagram. And he's like, I don't know, you got to figure out how to do it. And I'm like, this is not the time. Tell me I need to figure out like technology. Like, now throw, we do have a throw me a bone. Like throw me a bone <laughs> here. I know. <laughs> I've had to go on Twitter a couple times too. I think Twitter is like the COVID social media. Twitter's a hot spot. I, it's I, I don't, it's a hot zone. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. Did you it. ever read that book? Hot Zone? The Hot Zone? No. Don't it... read it now, sisters. Oh, no. Is it like you a... Cover and it says the first endorsement. I don't even think it's... I think it's on the cover. Is This is the scariest book I've ever read. Stephen King. Oh! 
is about the Ebola. Okay, we're not reading this book. Don't no, read, don't, don't the book. read this book. You know what? Um, I have been I reading have in my brain. <laughs> a lot of like World War II fiction because mm-hmm. they know how to keep calm and carry on. So that's good. So yeah. um, I'm trying to think. I've, I read Codename Verity a while ago, but that was a good one because people were like, what are you reading? And I was like, I don't know because I'm on Benadryl. Um, the Alice Network. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, that was so good. Um, so but good. there was a series that I used to read that was like mystery set. I'm going to see if I can find it. But they were just very like cozy and good. But they were also set during like the Blitz. And it's like these are people who are just going on with their lives the best they can. And Right. It's your new normal. And yeah. You just need to carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have heard from a lot of people looking for good book recommendations right now. Are you reading anything oh good? Goodness. I have been reading my face off since Kindred ended. Like I, I yeah. Right. Before Kindred, remember I told you not to tell my husband that I had ordered all those books when I already have a big honking stack on my nightstand that might kill me in the night. I ordered so I have read like I don't know, a book a day, every other day. Lots oh of books. Oh goodness. Okay, but what the, I got a lot of them from the Kindred book list because they were really good. Oh yeah, we should link to that. We'll link to that at yeah. the show notes yes. at the homeschoolsisters.com. Um I, I took my dog out for a walk yesterday and it's interesting because like we're out walking and you know, you like see neighbors and you kind of nod at each other and then like cross the street. So you're not going to like actually be near each other, but it's also kind of this solidarity thing of like, we're in this together, but not too close. I don't know. It's weird. But um, right. we walked weird. to the little free library and is it the Dutch house by and Patchett. That's supposed to be so good. I love her. And I've wanted it for so long. It's been like in my Amazon cart for forever. And it was there. And I was like, like I looked around. Like I felt like I was robbing a bank, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> does everybody know this is in here? And then there were a couple other good ones, but I was like, you know what? I should leave them because that would be a really crappy thing to do to like take all take the books all. from the no, little free no, library. right now because books yeah. are such a healthy escape. Yes, totally, totally. I think Sarah um, from Read Aloud Revival shared something yesterday that was like um, books like take you places when you can't leave home, which I think is is really true too. Like we're all kind of stuck within the same four walls right now. Although, do you and feel that stuck? People to different levels. As an introvert, I'm yeah. okay with it now. I'm not saying I always will be, but as long as we can still go on hikes and we can. I'm yeah, okay. that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. But I know for a lot of people, this is like really hard. You know, mm-hmm. we have a couple people in our lives who are talking about like their gym's closed and they're like, how do I get out? That, like, I'm, I'm sad about that because yeah. that is my sanity. But I do also love teacher fit. I just miss being away and not right. interrupted by children. Right. It's hard to work out from home when you have little kids. It really is. Um, okay, so Teacher Fit, do they have something going on right now? Did you they say? Free, yes, they, I will pull it up on Instagram. It's a, you can sign up for free. I'm not sure how long it is or how you do that, but if you go to Instagram and I can link it in the show notes, they have a free program. They This year they've added, so for those that don't know Teacher Fit, it's a very basic, affordable, high-intensity workout that you can do in your basement if you have dumbbells or a kettlebell or Mm -hmm. both um it's mostly body weight movements it's super intense you will it will kick your butt and you will feel so much better afterwards but this year they also before all this they've added daily mindfulness um 
I'm not sure if the yoga is daily or if it's two or three times a week. And they just posted this morning that they're going to be adding cardio. So if you have an elliptical or a bike or a treadmill at home, they're going to be adding a daily cardio workout also. That's awesome. So really something that will work for lots of people. And he, Nick, works with schools, um, particularly urban districts. And his goal is to help kids and to connect with kids and increase their health. And by he learned that the best way to do that is through the teachers because they're the role models that are there all the time. So now that the schools are shut down, he's offering free workouts. That's awesome. So I just think it's awesome. Yeah. It's one of those. We always talk about Maya Angelou and the rainbow in the cloud. Yeah. And yeah. there are so many rainbows in the clouds right now. Yeah. It, stepping up and being kind. Yes. And yeah, people are doing a lot to like reach out and help, especially like those people who are brand new to homeschooling right now or learning at home or whatever you're comfortable calling it. Um, because, you know, some people are like, I'm, I don't, I'm not like, I don't want to homeschool. Like we're just kind of in this new situation type of thing. And, and that's. Right. It's and a that's lot too, because people feel Ooh. strongly one way or the other whether they're actually homeschooling or not. But I know, yeah, um, I I think because I was in education before, I have a lot of people who follow me that are educators. Um, there's a lot of people that are homeschooling for for the long haul right now that have been thinking about it for a while. That this was the tipping point. So yeah. there are there is an increase in actual going to continue homeschooling homeschoolers to amid the temporary right right like um and I can't imagine the they're fear. done I mean, I for the school year they're bringing their kids home for like the school year yeah yeah because and then have health concerns yeah. or they're yeah. living with a parent who's immunocompromised or their kids mm-hmm. have cystic fibrosis or cancer like I've heard so many stories yeah so yeah, yeah. it's just a it's a scary time when you think about when you start unexpectedly homeschooling and you're sort of freaking out. Yeah, I started on a day in May. It was like gorgeous out. I started the blog. I decided we were homeschooling like that. I was freaking out and there wasn't a pandemic. Right. Happening. Yeah. So, And, you know, um, something that we talk about when people like pull their kids out of school in regular circumstances or whatever you want to call it is, you know, to take some time to like de-school. And Mm -hmm. so that's the thing too, is like, if, if you are like thinking you're in this for the long haul, like you don't have to start school tomorrow, you know, you can, you can take a beat here and just like be together, kind of figure out what your new normal is going to look like. I mean, there's no, there's no reason to panic about like, we have to start right this minute. Like we right. have to have a schedule. Some of the schedules that are floating around out there. That's, they're awful. And can they I just say this? Awful. Like I have been homeschooling now for 11 years. I have never had a consistent schedule that looked like that, like ever. So if you're either a brand new homeschooler or you've been doing this for a while and you're like, is that what I was supposed to be doing? Like I have never had. No. You know, and I mean, things... and they're going viral right now because people need something like they yeah. need a, a routine or something to latch onto because that's comforting when you're yeah. feeling stressed to have something consistent. Mm-hmm. But that is going to cause so many tears and so many power struggles and moms feeling like failures. Like I just, right? I want to ban them. <laughs> I know, I know. I want to delete them all from the internet. We've all seen the same like three that are going around. Yeah, well, and and you and I were talking about this a little bit before we like started recording but it's 
it's it's a really weird time to be like a homeschool blogger, podcaster, whatever, because yeah, people are kind of like coming all of a sudden over to what we're doing. And it's like, you know, you don't have to jump into things right away. And like, I think, you know, they're looking for like, ways to just get it all in in a, you know, single day. It's just, yeah, no. it's just so much pressure on these parents. And I, I feel like nobody's learning well right now. Like, right. it's just, it's an uncertain time. Yeah. So just find some silver yeah. lining in it. Find but you, you did like share a schedule that I thought was very, like, yes. comforting. Yes, I don't even know if it should be called a schedule. It's more of just a simple routine that you yeah. can stick to realistically. Right. And it will leave space for learning, but it will leave more space for just connecting with your kids and just getting, yeah. thriving. Well, and because the other thing our is, kids, if we do this and, you know, keep our own anxiety in check and provide a, some sort of consistency for our kiddos, they're going to look back on this with a smile. They're not going to remember what we're, what we're feeling right now. Yeah. And I so think, I think it's going to be like hurricanes of your past and power outages and bliz- week long blizzards where mm-hmm. I was super stressed out and freezing and crabby, but my kids were like, this is the best ever. It's going to be like that for them. Mm-hmm. Well, my daughter, when she was in the hospital over the, well, last spring, um, we look back on it now and it's like, we made some like kind of good memories, even though it was a stressful time. Like we were referencing <laughs> yesterday, we, she was talking about it. Um, we were watching Pioneer Woman and we had the sound off for a minute because like one of the doctors or nurses was in or whatever. And we're like, is she making a clam chowder pie? But it was like <laughs> melted ice cream because she was making like an ice cream pie but we couldn't see it and so we just laughed and like the nurses and we all just like had this huge laugh about like a clam chowder pie and you know so things like that so and I mean clearly we were just watching tv and we still made like a silly funny memory so um because I worry about those parents who like yeah they've just brought their kids home and now they're supposed to like homeschool but they also are working from home and have full-time jobs and You know, I mean, we all know that homeschooling can be its own full-time job. So that's a whole thing, too. So just, I don't know. I I, Just just keep it simple. I can remember being a kid. Do you remember, I think it was Hurricane Gloria, like the 80s? Was that... Oh, you're not I don't know. I'm land. So I'm, yeah. I'm being dumb over here. I'm thinking you're like next door. We were like doing SOS signals with our flashlights to neighbors. Like the, it's yeah. going to be, that's what you're going to remember. I don't remember. There was a huge snowstorm here when I was like tiny, tiny. And I don't remember anything about it except we had to let our dog out the window. <laughs> that's all I remember. Um, And so, I mean, things like that where it's like. Yeah, think back on the winter that we put the kitchen on where we weren't supposed to put a kitchen on during the winter but that's just the way life happened and we had some it was just like within the last seven years or so I forget which year but we had five feet of snow on the ground and we had like a masking tape every day we'd put a line up on our back door like how high the snow was the kids thought it was hilarious I still get stressed when I think about it but they their memories are eating cereal for dinner and, you know, having everything, like, we couldn't find bananas. Where are they? They're on the hearth. Like, things like that are the things that the kids remember. Yeah. That they were sneaking gum because they could reach it. Because <laughs> the whole <laughs> kitchen was dumped out all over. 
<laughs> totally. They're just not going to, they're not going to remember it the way we're remembering it right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, so let's jump into that a little bit. Let's talk about like how we can manage our own anxiety and fear and stress right now. Um, Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just starting at the basics of the pyramid. <laughs> um, really? No, it's like, is it, yeah, is it Maslow? Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Yeah, like, we all need sleep, we need food, we need water, shelter. <laughs> yeah. It's hard right now because your food might not be what you're used to eating. I know it's not, we weren't on the prepper plan over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went to Target one day last week wasn't planning on it like we were out um and then I started to get this like yucky feeling and I was like what can I control and I was like okay I'm gonna get some stuff even though it's probably silly and I felt like I had to justify it to my husband like Mm -hmm. I was like I just spent our grocery budget on like peanut butter and jelly and you know, and he was like, no, I get it. It's, it's cool. Like he was, he was supportive about it, which surprised me, but also made me realize like maybe, maybe it was okay that I had done that because he is so level, like things don't phase him. Like I remember one time. That's my husband. I, um, had, well, I don't know how to say this. I had a UTI. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> You guys, I couldn't tinkle. Anyway, um, so I I went to the doctor and I got medicine for that. And I came home and I took one. And as soon as I took it, like, I started itching all over and, like, had this really bad allergic reaction. So he had stayed home with the kids while I was at the doctor getting my medicine. And he'd gone to work as soon as I came home and I called him and I was like, you need to come home. I'm having an allergic, you know, and I'm like trying to breathe. And he's like, okay, so now wait, what? You know? And I'm like, I need you to come home. And he's like, now? And I'm like, I'm having an allergic reaction to my medicine. Like you need to come home. And he's like, okay, so is everything okay? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? He was just like too level about it. And I'm like, come home. (laughs) It was okay. I went and they gave me, um, like a giant antihistamine shot thing. And like, I was, I was fine. And that's how I learned that I'm allergic to sulfa drugs. But, oh my gosh, that's so scary. Yeah. He was just not getting it at all. So it's like, if he starts to get a little nervous, that's when I'm like, okay, I guess maybe it's okay to buy some extra peanut butter and jelly, you know. That's but. my husband. I actually have a story that he will kill me if I share, <laughs> but I'm going to share it anyway because in times like this. But there was one time my oldest was nine months old. I was still nursing. I was home alone. We had just had a snowstorm, and I woke up so sick, like instantaneously so sick, GI, both both ends of the spectrum and I called him and said that I have to if we're doing UTIs and TMI yeah (laughs) I called him and said that I felt like I was dying and he said Kate and you can hear all the beeps in the background he was like I'm with the dying and he was because he works in the ICU but then I was sick for the whole rest of that week and I ended up in the hospital with kidney failure because I was so dehydrated and I was I'm like, not laughing but you're no, okay but it's funny now yeah it's funny now because I'm always like Kate 
I w- I'm with the dying. <laughs> I was like, just get someone here. It's and like so your it's eye doctor. His sweet parents drove up three hours after oh. a snowstorm and stayed with my baby while, because he was in the, the ICU, hospital. he couldn't, yeah. he couldn't um, come home. I mean, he couldn't. I'm, I'm making a joke of it. He couldn't yeah. come home. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So he, unless you're like legit dying, he's very even killed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we're out of milk and bread, and we might run out of toilet paper for the first time in my adult life. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's actually really impressive that you've never run out of toilet paper before. <laughs> I haven't. I don't feel like I get an obscene quantity of it, but we just haven't. Like we've run low where I felt like yeah. I needed to get it, but I've never run out of it. But we we might. I had the kids check this week, and I was like, I don't even know how much one uses, but right. I saw a video. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. It was a mom who like Oh, I thought that's what I almost her kids were home and she was like, Okay, so we're all gonna do some extra chores and she's like, and that's how many pieces of toilet paper you get and then her daughter's like and she's like tearing them off like one at a time. Like one, two, three, four, five and her daughter's like, Can I have them all in one piece? And so then it made me sad. I was like, Okay, maybe it's not like I, I don't, don't know. yeah, that's the thing, you don't know what's People are all trying to make light of it. Yeah. Should a little bit. But you also yeah. need to be careful because it's not funny. It's a serious situation. Yeah. And I'm kind and of like a sensitive. It's a real thing. Yeah. Like to me, if my mom, if my mom did that to me, I would be like, I don't know. It, it would, it would make me feel kind of bad or something. So I don't know. So it, I, yeah. I, we yeah. all, we all are bringing our own crap yeah. to the party right now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm sorry I said crap and talked about a urinary tract infection. Oh my gosh. This is what happens. Benadryl. Oh it's man. A crazy week. Yeah. It's a crazy week. We and we've talk always about. talked about we wanted to do one of these where we're just like just talking and just Off sisters. Yeah. Sisters gone wild. Yeah. Um which has a whole different connotation, maybe not. And then we said sisters after dark. We're like, that doesn't sound good either. Oh my gosh. What do we call it? Um But I think I I think managing our own anxiety, like however we can right now is just so important. Um, mm-hmm. But then also not beating ourselves up if we're struggling to manage that anxiety and stress and everything else. Like, um, so I've done a couple of videos that we can link to over in the show notes at the homeschool sisters.com. So oh, thank you. But I remember one mom saying like, I feel bad cause I'm like snapping at everyone, but that, that's, that's stress like you know and you're still human like you're a human going through this and humans have emotions and you know we can only do the best we can right now and we need to just be like really kind to each other and really kind to ourselves like we're going to be on top of each other like our our kids are going to fight because they're all like in each other's mm-hmm. space we are going to be like less patient a lot of us i mean and that's just how it is and we just need to like realize recognize this, that and acknowledge yeah, it this is weird there's no guidebook for how to handle it well so be your best self that you can at the time yeah yeah and 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 know that there are going to be times when i mean again like last night I'm in, I'm in bed and it's late and my husband wasn't feeling well and he has to continue to go to work right now. Um, and he was okay, but like, I was just laying there with my cat and it's like kind of 
pathetic in a way. I'm 42 years old, but I was just like telling my cat, like, I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of scared. I think we should acknowledge that too, because it's, there are, so most people are home, but there are people who need to go to work either for financial reasons or Mm -hmm. because their job is a job that they need to be present for the community. And that if you're one of those moms that's home and your partner is not, or if you are solo parenting, that's, it's mm. hard. Yeah. And if you're somebody who is unexpectedly homeschooling now and you have a partner that's gone and you're still needed to do work from home, like it, don't look at those schedules and feel like if you're not doing no. whatever the schedule says, you're failing. Like it's just not fair for anybody to put any added pressure and guilt on us right now. Like up until the minute they canceled your school, like you have depended on schools to, to you know, take this part. And now it's, like, all on you. And that's not something that you can just, like, transition overnight and figure out overnight. So just, you know, yeah. just And take everyone's on the same page right now. No one is in, like, some school someplace learning a ton. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, you know that's, what? yeah. We're falling behind the eight ball because we're all in the same boat together. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I don't know, do you think you know, if schools come back in session this year, like, will they go into the summer or, you know, will everybody just kind of start next year knowing that some kids like couldn't be, you know, homeschooled. I I mean, like I'm putting that in quotes because like not every parent can just all of a sudden like switch gears a hundred percent. So I'm not, no, I'm not saying a that huge portion of our population who I used to work with that kids went to school for breakfast and lunch mm-hmm. and they don't have parents home. So I like, I can't even, there are so many ramifications of this and so many ways that it reaches everybody that you, we just all need to give each other a little bit of grace and yeah. space and yeah. a breather. And, and yeah. And not pile on like, I don't, and I know that the people who are putting out those schedules are trying to help. You yes. know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. People are trying to help. It's just everybody's different. Everybody's unique. We're all bringing different things to this whole situation. So one schedule is not going to work for every family. And like I said, like I've been homeschooling for 11 years. And to me, that schedule looks exhausting, like some of them, you know. So It, it makes my, my blood pressure go up. Yeah. <laughs> So again, okay, so at um the show notes, we can link to your simple routine, and then I made up a thing that I actually, it wasn't related to this, it was related to just generally life, like when you're homeschooling and having hard days, um, but we can put that over there too, it's a free download, and it's got um, printables for like hard days checklists of what to do on hard days, the hardest days, um you know, stuff like that. So we can put that over there. Um, those are free resources and we're trying to provide, um, links. I know yesterday you, you had so much good stuff about people who are suddenly homeschooling. You're doing, um, do you have that saved in your highlights on Instagram? Oh no, I should. Okay. Yeah. Cause I have if highlights. I that, are they going to disappear? <laughs> I'm such a good blogger. Ask Alicia. We're going to ask our friend Alicia. She walked me through this once. Um, Alicia uh, Hutchinson. Yeah, I should probably who... save that to highlight. I'm bad about that. I just kind of, I had a minute. Um, yeah. 
And I should have shared, but we can share it now, is we did a podcast episode on when you mother a worrier because the kids, so you may have a child, I do, who Mm -hmm. is more prone to anxiety. And I mean, all kids are going to be some level of anxious now just because adults are. Yeah. And they feed off of that. But we have an episode on that. Mm -hmm. I actually have a kid who was afraid of pandemics before there was a pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. So that's a good time. I know. And so, okay, that's the other thing I wanted to say. Like, okay, so we'll link to that episode. We'll link to that post. You have, like, lots of good worrier resources. Um, your worry <laughs> basket. right with you, sister. Yeah. So let's link to all that, too, at the show notes so that people have resources for their kids if their kids are. I remember you wrote a post for Simple Homeschool about that that was really amazing. So we'll link to all of those. But that's the other thing is, like, I'm seeing – a lot of people sharing resources for like our kids learning about COVID-19 and like we have a friend who said her kids are so scientific. That's really helpful to them learning about it. But I also want to tell parents like if, if that's something that's not helpful, like you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like we are you know your kids best where that is helpful for us. If I had done mm-hmm. that this time last year where he was like super scared of pandemics and there wasn't one, it would have thrown us over the edge. Yeah. But yeah. there's also this really, I brought it because I was afraid I was going to um, forget the title of it. Um, Don Hubner is an author whose books I love and she has a whole bunch like when your temper f- flares, when you're afraid to sleep in your bed when you have when your brain gets stuck there's a whole series oh, yeah um, and she came out with something called something bad happened a kid's guide to coping with events in the news oh. just recently so we um have a couple of episodes that if you have like friends who are just kind of jumping into this they might be helpful um we can link to those in the show notes there's one about getting started like is that the one like you don't, it's like, you don't have to do it all when you're getting started. Yeah. And then there's another one about rhythms and routines. We have that one. And then we have one on morning time with Pam Barnhill. Mm -hmm. So all those could be good. Um, And also if you're getting bombarded by your, your friends whose kids have just come home, um, you know, there's resources there. And I know that like, there's a lot of moms on Instagram, like our, our pals that are kind of in this world, we're all kind of trying to share stuff, um, you know, resources to direct people to. Um, but also you don't have to homeschool anyone else's kids. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Just don't, say no. don't feel guilty for like saying, okay, I get it. You're stressed. You're worried. I'm going to give you some resources, but actually in my state, it's not even legal to homeschool someone else's kids. I don't know about all states, but yeah, I know in North Carolina it is because we have a friend there who told me it is. And I think she's been approached about this topic. Because we're all about live free or die. So (laughs) it's our slogan. So they let you do whatever you want. (laughs) People are just running around. There's no stop signs. It's like whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Live free or die. Yeah. So, um, like it, that can be hard sometimes because people I think are like, well, you're already home. Can you just throw a couple extra kids in the mix? And no, so you don't need to feel pressured. If you want to help 
that's wonderful, but you don't need to feel pressured. And, you know, one of the ways you can help, I just feel like there's going to be more and more resources coming out in the next few weeks to help those there parents. There are so many. I will say the silver lining of this, I was talking with my husband last night, is that all of the creative souls, the authors, the illustrators, the musicians, they're all providing free I mean, last night I went through my Instagram and saw basically free concert after free concert after free concert live. Mm -hmm. My kids listened to their favorite composer is Ludovico Anaudi. Um, his music was actually super soothing when my oldest anxiety spiraled last year about pandemics. And so he got really good at playing Ludovico's music and is obsessed with him. And he had to stop his world tour yeah. and played live for like, 40 minutes last night all his favorite songs we got to watch his hands as he played live from his house that's amazing it's crazy oh. i was like you are so lucky like that's such a, a rainbow in the cloud right now that you can mm -hmm. watch your favorite composer from his house and i think you know we need to look for those good bright spots right now mm -hmm. extra hard because this is just it's weird and strange but there are good things happening. I've seen like um, in our neighborhood, I guess uh, there's a thing going on where we're going to put a shamrock in our window. And then when people are out on their walks, they're going to have their kids look for shamrocks and count how many shamrocks they see. Um, oh, that's so cute. And the shamrock's going to kind of, we're recording this on St. Patrick's Day. So, I mean, this isn't going to be helpful to other families um, that hear it now, but um, I'm also seeing that people are putting out signs and making signs, you know, just positive things. We're in this together, you know, like, um, so there, there is good stuff. And I think like we and need to take. And you can still connect with people. You can use Skype mm -hmm. and in resources like that video, you know, video with your friends. Our story club is going to meet virtually. Our, we're doing mm. piano lessons virtually. You can mm -hmm. still connect with people. You can bring back snail mail. We're yeah. thinking about who we can mail letters to yeah. right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just cheer someone up. Mm -hmm. I actually, I wanted to share, I was just texting to make sure it was okay with her, but my friend is a pediatrician near the twin, twin cities. I think area. I met her last year. Didn't I, I meet her last year? Too. Yeah. And oh. she she wrote something really good about um, coping during this time from a pediatrician perspective, pediatrician and parent. So she's a pediatrician in the Twin Cities area, and she wrote something really special and asked if I would share it because she, yeah. she's busy treating well, yeah. So I am going to be sharing that today and I can link to it in the show notes, but it's really helpful. A lot of things we're talking about, just, you know, stuff, you know, but yeah. is good to read and is reassuring to read during a time like this from a mom who, you know, works in the healthcare field. Yeah. Well, and I know like a lot of parents right now are staying up late because like we all want information. We want to know what the beep is going on <laughs> you know we just want to know yes. like and so we keep scrolling and we keep and what's accurate and yeah you can't scroll before bed it's so bad yeah. that's why i liked that cdc video you sent me that was so cute and wholesome i was like that i'm going out with that <laughs> yeah yeah that's the mel brooks and his son max max brooks um so we'll link to that over at the show notes but yeah i mean there's <sighs> yeah it, it, it like when the 24 news, like 24 hour news cycle started, 
it became like you have to fill 24 hours of news like there's whole stations you know and I mean this has been going on for years and years but like there's whole stations devoted to news so they have to fill it with something so a lot of times what they're filling it with is just new people saying slightly different things and you feel like I mean a part of me feels like if I stay glued to this I'm going to get the answers I'm going to know what to do and then Another part of me is like, no, because all I'm hearing is the same thing over and over and over again, maybe slightly different, maybe somebody contradicts somebody else, but it's not good for my brain to get stuck in that. So if it's not good for your brain to get stuck in that, like I think, you know, there's some things that we can be doing right now, setting limits on how much we're on news, like maybe tell yourself I'm going to give myself this much time to check in with the news, um, you know, each day or whatever. I, I don't feel like you're going to, if there's a huge announcement, I don't feel like you're going to miss it just because you're not checking the news no, you're not. constantly, <laughs> you know? Um, and the same thing with like scrolling and everything else. Like we're so connected now and there's wonderful things about that, but there's hard things about that too, because like you're like, at least with the news, you're probably getting, you know, some good, like <laughs> truthful information, but like on Facebook, oh my goodness, I saw something no. and if your kids are listening, like step, like, let's pause it for a second. But, um, cause I don't want them to hear this, but I saw something yesterday from shared from one of the nearby animal shelters that people are euthanizing their pets because they think pets can get. And it's like, I don't even know if oh that's my gosh. true. I don't even know. Like if people are just, I, I don't know what's going on with that. Like, but I mean, those are the kinds of things that are getting shared on Facebook. Like, so even if you're just on there looking for, it's like you're constantly just getting another rush to your, I can't think of what it's called right now, nervous system. Cause yes. I'm, mine is. All your, your emotional alarms going off. Yeah. Your adrenaline and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just think about what you can do that you can do now where you are. Like wash your hands, stay away from people. And then, you know, I keep saying, like, go outside away from people, spend time in the sunlight, yeah. get fresh air. It's been clinically proven to be good for you. Get exercise. That's clinically proven to be good for you. Play with your kids. Yeah. Eat popcorn yeah. for dinner. Watch your favorite movies. Even though, like, I agree with all of that. I'm I'm just going to say, like, I can remember times of extreme stress, like, trying to play with my kids and being so wrapped up in my stress that like I couldn't even be present and yes. so I just want to so like put them in front of a movie yeah I or, just want to tell those moms for bad use curiosity stream or you know disney plus or netflix whatever you right. have put them in front of like a nature show or yeah. you know have your kids play yeah kick yeah. them outside for a little bit I just I don't I, or I do totally something to help the, the yeah community. I we, totally we completely bought a gift yeah. card from our, we use, there's a restaurant we love that we go to every single week and we bought a gift card there and we donated to the food bank. Yeah. And yeah. just as things come up, we'll try to help as we can, but just, I think it feels good to, I mean, not feels good, but it helps to know that you're doing something rather than just sitting there and stewing in it. Yeah. Something to kind of break out of it a little bit. Yeah. You know what I was thinking is, and I, I don't know how to say this without sounding. Um, I understand like that parents whose kids just like had to leave school. They're really concerned about like 
checking the boxes and making sure that they're not going to fall behind in any way. And I, 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 I get that. And I, I understand where that concern is coming from. But I also was thinking the other day, like, what if instead of worrying so much about, like, suddenly homeschooling and figuring that all out, like, what if we were to do like projects together that could help the community somehow, you know, right, right. And I think those are going to become more apparent as this develops, like what we what we could be doing right now to help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we all know what that is right now. Like, I can remember after September 11th, like, the you know, same feeling. Yeah, things coming up and people being like, oh, like, you can donate blood or you can, what you know, I mean, just things that you could do that that were helpful, like, at the time from where you were and, um, you know, I mean, so I think stuff like that, too, is it, I feel they, like they last... They are saying that donating blood is something you can do. You can call and set up an appointment because they had mm-hmm. to stop, as I understand yeah. it, stop all their blood donation drives that they typically have in the communities it just seems like everything's changing so fast like last week at this time I was having a party like I was having a launch party for my book and then I haven't like been able to even ship out the winner's gifts yet because it's just like then the postal shop closed and I yeah I mean it's just I know the post office is still running but I don't I don't feel like that's a good reason I, to go I had out. To I'm send so torn. A thermometer to a friend because she couldn't get a thermometer yeah. locally. Yeah, and that's it's so a crazy time that we're living in. Wonderful that you did that, but I'm like, okay. Well, I'm not saying that to be like, oh, no, no, but you know what I mean. It's like <laughs> I just mean that it's wild that I have to send a thermometer, not have right. to, but that like across the country because yeah. people. Are they buying them so that everyone can have their own? I don't know. That's the other thing where it's like check in on your neighbors and see what they need. Yeah. Because there's, you know, we're a country of too much. It's yeah. here. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. It's just we need to share. Well, and I, I was talking to you guys like we have a Voxer group with a bunch of our like online friends. And I was talking yesterday about how like it's the little decisions that are like paralyzing me right now so like you know do I go vote today um do I run to the library and pick up our holds because our library closes tonight for an indefinite period of time um so like that was one of those things like do I go to the post office do I go to the post office do I go to the post office and you know things like that like Mm -hmm. so those are really hard so if you're dealing with a lot of that like I love um Glennon Doyle's advice of like do the next right thing Mm -hmm. but that's really hard to figure out when you're so stressed and scared so Mm -hmm. I mean I want to try to do the next right thing but like you know fear gets in the way sometimes so I think just again I think that that it comes down to in a lot of ways like making sure we're taking good care of ourselves it Mm -hmm. might seem selfish but um, if you were at my kindred talk <laughs> in uh, February, I, I talked about that, how it's not selfish, like, because that way, when we're taking good care of ourselves, we can give back to our people the way that we want to and in, in a way that's healthy. So, um, and we're actually, we're going to be putting all that stuff on sale or sending on a coupon or something um, yes. in case moms want to do some extra, I don't know, in case they just need some some extra support in their ears 
and you know things coming out soon so or to learn something or read about something that's not what you're seeing everywhere you know yeah and for the families who are suddenly homeschooling and see themselves maybe doing it in the long term so um I would say just keep track, like keep up with Kindred, um, Kindred Homeschool on Instagram. We can link to all the places you can find Kindred in the show notes. But yeah, just kind of keeping track of all of that because we're going to be making those available. Um, I mean, unfortunately, it it costs money to host all the videos and everything. So we can't just give out everything, you know, um, everything. So but we're going to do what we can to try to help. And yeah. I think we're going to do that with our personal accounts too. So just kind of keep, keep tabs there. And I don't know. It depends. We might end up popping back on for another one of these. If I know, things we stretch don't even out. know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, we just wanted to send out a big sister's hug. That's virtual non- hug. Virtual. Yes. We're not actually going to hug you. I don't even know what we're supposed to do anymore. Elbow bumps or something. I don't know. <laughs> We've been waving. Yeah, waving's good. <laughs> we had to have we had like a pre-scheduled meeting with um, someone doing some work outside in our house, and we had to be like we almost went in for handshakes, and then we caught ourselves like we're yeah. not supposed to. Like this just awkward. Like it is. It's so strange. Such a strange yeah. time. But I I think I'm glad that we have things like podcasts and the internet. It's just we have to use yeah. it in a way that's not gonna make things more anxiety producing. Yeah, yeah. And I think what you said earlier is really important to keep in mind that our kids are going to remember this. So like at the end of the day, just kind of focusing on togetherness and connection and not worrying so much about, you know, like, oh, we didn't do enough math pages today or whatever. Like yesterday, um, we did do a little bit of math, but then basically like we baked cookies and worked on projects and kept a fire going and just, you know, read a lot. And it didn't look like any of the fancy <laughs> um, no. schedules that you're seeing going around right now. But it was a it was a good day. And we all kept calm. And so it was okay. So I think just focusing on stuff like that right now. Yeah. What's the quote about the marshmallows? Because that definitely applies here. Oh, Katrina Gutelberg, I think her name is. Um yeah, like that um, a child that isn't interested in learning, it's like throwing marshmallows at somebody's head and calling it eating. Like if your kids are stressed right now, or it's you're not going to stick. Yeah, it's not going to stick anyway. Like not to be negative. We don't, we, we're not being negative. We're just saying like to no, take the pressure do, off of you. And the other thing is the kids are always learning. So, yeah. you know, it might not be what you want. It might not be what the school predetermined, you know, based on their mm-hmm. f- curriculum frameworks, but mm-hmm. they're learning something. Yeah. And like you said, TV can be educational, watching movies together. Um, we watched this silly thing, which I think is probably not appropriate for my child, but we watched it anyway. <laughs> um that was like a history thing about Edgar Allan Poe and we learned so much about Edgar Allan Poe, but there were swear words in it. And <laughs> also Edgar Allan Poe married his 13 year old cousin. Yes! What in the world? Oh I just learned that cause I'm reading my dark Vanessa. I've been reading kind of the, some of the controversial books that Oprah mm. has been getting some flack for. And it mentioned that in there and I had to Google. I was like, I had no idea. Yeah. 
So, I, uh, yeah, but the thing is, like, we learned a lot. And you know what? We laughed like crazy. Like, And that's, laughter is medicine. Yeah. That's why we're playing more games, because games always help us. Yeah. So we're at the games. I don't know if we talked about that you have, like, your game schooling challenge going on, but you have so many resources for games. So we can link to a yeah, bunch I of those. Yeah, I started, everyone was like, how do I do this one? Because I usually yeah. start at the first of the month. I was like, I just put out 30 days. You just pick and choose. You do you. I don't right, know. yeah. I just, you can either jump I in. I tried to make the prompts crazy easy so that if you just have a deck of cards you can yeah make oh your- that reminds me our friend jessica waldock has something that she has made free on her yes. site the waldock way that we can link to that's like a family game night in a bag that's super cute super easy Perfect. it has the old card game spit which did you ever play that that's as so a kid fun. that is such a fun game i had forgotten about that and now i'm like oh i need to relearn that and teach my kids so it has it's it has that. on the bicycle app or website they have all like there's so many games that you've forgotten that like you used to play with your grandmother that yeah. you can relearn and yeah. play there's i mean this... you can keep busy with just a deck of cards forever forget about my game school challenge just go on bicycle yeah. with a deck of cards well but you, <laughs> you know parents who are kind of worried like about checking some academic boxes your game schooling is really really good for that because it keeps it light it keeps it fun but it also like you have games for every subject so that's really helpful too so yes um do you have your game because even if you do like the non-academic you know educational with a capital e they're still learning i always say my youngest learned to read because of a game called gubs and it was only it wasn't a reading game it was just because he liked the characters and he wanted to play not on my team yeah and he learned to read yeah yeah. So there's there's learning that's happening that you're not aware of that you will mm-hmm. realize later. Yeah. It might not and look like the social emotional learning helping yeah. happening right now. Those soft skills are just as important as the academics. Mm-hmm. I feel Should like I'm be called skills. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm really picking on the schedules, but it's just I just the schedules made me like they really my big thing is I just don't want like the last thing anybody needs right now is more pressure and stress that's all I yeah no I'm saying I, I have a lot sorry. of friends here who are actually like they're homeschooling for I don't want to like say why but for a variety of very legitimate reasons they're not going back to school and they're so stressed by those yeah. schedules and then I had one friend and I said how did day one go and she said the girls are out back mud foraging and I was like that is perfect yeah. Mudford. Like just let them play and have fun and do, you know, they're they're it's they're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to mud forage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, the the way that they're going to be the most fine is if we like take some of these expectations and kind of like say, "Okay, thanks. Those are ideas." But really we just focus on just taking good care of each other right now like whatever is easy for you like we love to read books picture books my kids are Mm -hmm. old enough to read their own chapter books we love to read picture books we read them every morning Mm -hmm. and then we'll play games and that and we'll get outside and those are the things that kind of they're the anchors of our day and they keep us sane we know when they're coming like and it I don't know. We learning happens. Learning yeah. happens. They, you know, reading aloud is the best thing you can do in your homeschool if you want to. You have a whole book about that. We should put that over in the show notes too. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like it levels the playing field, and all your kids can learn the same subject matter, have yeah. conversations about the book that you're reading. That is learning. 
Yeah. You don't need a worksheet. You don't need comprehension questions right now. Just read mm-hmm. good books. Yeah. Good, like, uplifting books. That would yeah, be really like good. Yeah, like silly books. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. Just, like, um, the, the... Whatever. What is the BJ read Novak? The books that kids used to be obsessed with. Like, take out those books. Yeah. The, oh, book with no pictures. Yeah, the book with no pictures by yeah. BJ Novak. Like, books like that. Yeah. I mean, just... Yeah. Um, don't... Yeah, don't worry about whether or not it's like okay does that count as language arts today like did you make eye contact with your kids do they know that conversation did they understand the book that you read to them yeah i think they laugh (laughs) the big thing is like we need to just focus right now on helping our kids feel safe and seen and um and that's just going to help all of us yes yeah okay girl the benadryl is kicking in we gotta wrap this up i'm getting real sleepy over here (laughs) i hope i made sense a bunch of harry potters upstairs jumping off of bunk beds yeah okay i gotta tend to that (laughs) all right well um like i said this is like an extra special bonus we're gonna get this up now we have another episode coming out on the 24th that's amazing with our friend shauna from different by design so good and yeah We'll put the links to everything we talked about. They're going to be monster show notes, but I think they're going to be super helpful. They're going to be like a good landing page for what's going on right now. So, right. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like we need to say especially you've got this, sister. You do. Like especially this week, you've got it. Yeah, you've got this for sure. It's going to be okay. Like one day at a time. Yeah. I feel like my big motto this year, I don't know why, it just keeps coming up that like we're better together. Like, it just yeah. keeps coming up. I remember thinking that so much when we were in Florida planning for Kindred. Like, we're better together. So, like, just... Connect with each other and build each yeah. other up where you can. Yeah. You know, if you have a friend who's suddenly homeschooling, give them some books. Like, drive by their house, leave it. We did that the other day, a book yeah. and a game drop. Yeah. You know, you've just got this. put them at the end of their driveway. Spray the yeah, whole stack with Lysol. <laughs> hours and only lives on cardboard for 24 hours there you go <laughs> you there know? you go yeah but like just help out where you can and little it's the what is it this the nameless the small is it asap the small nameless acts of it's the like the little things i'll yeah. find the link and put it in the show notes but just like mm-hmm. do little things to help mm-hmm. each other yeah yeah in okay. your small patch of where you are and stop looking at the big sphere because if you help here, it's like that whole ripple effect. Yeah. We really are so connected. Mm-hmm. And one, one little thing can can do a lot. You shipping a thermometer to a mom that needs it mm-hmm. is huge. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. We little, got this. Little thing. Yeah. The next, the next little thing. Yeah. The next right little <laughs> next. thing. Yeah. Okay, well, have a good rest of your week. It's not like I won't talk to you on Voxer in two minutes, but (laughs) we're signing off, sisters, and um, we're thinking of you. We're sending big, clean hugs, and you've got this. Got this. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister. Sister.